Digimon Digital Moncast, TV show, podcast, not TV show, podcast where we sit around and watch a TV show for small children. And oh man, do you think do you think we could convince somebody to give us a TV show version of this? I mean, wouldn't it just kind of be us just sitting? It's me in my pajamas with a hoodie talking about Australian politics. Like, yeah. (laughs) I mean. We spent lots I mean, of time procrastinating before we started recording this episode because holy shit, this episode's terrible. So, let's get... Yeah, it's not even... It doesn't even have anything inexplicable to, like, redeem how horrible no, it is. Bad. Like, there's no random fridges full of eggs. There's no... <laughs> yeah, it's just... There's just nothing. This episode is so <laughs> terrible, we need to talk about how terrible it is that we've actually skipped introductions. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Let, let's do that. Hi, I'm Tyler. <laughs> I'm Jules. <laughs> uh, I'm I'm Joel. So yeah, back I, to... This episode sucks. Holy like, shit. Holy, I wasn't ready. Because, like, last episode was acceptable. It was fine. Mm-hmm. It had moments, but otherwise, okay. Also, interesting fact about this episode. Uh, according to the ever-accurate Digimon wiki. This is the only episode in which there is not a main team Digivolution. Yeah, I they um actually had to cheat that by having a fantasy yeah. sequence of somebody Digivolving. Yeah, like a daydream of someone Digivolving. It's the only Digivolve we get. I wonder if there was some sort of like contractual obligation they had to... <laughs> like act, You have to show a Digivolution in every episode. Kind of like a Doctor Who has to use the Daleks in every season. Or else they lose the rights. <laughs> like... <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they lose the rights to Digivolution. Yeah, Digi comes and goes, nope, you lost it. <laughs> yeah, the rights revert back to Pokemon. <laughs> oh, is that, so are you saying- This show is the only reason why you don't have in-battle Digivolution, or po- evolutions, I guess, in like, Pokemon. Is this why- Mega Evolution is basically Digivolving. <laughs> ah, you're right. Yeah, it is. I remember actually kind of being angry about that when I first saw it. I was like, no. <laughs> no, fuck you, because now you, you can do it. Now you can make a Digimon game. Like, a good one. A good, like, a good general, like, basic game that isn't CyberSuit that I have to find somewhere else on the PS Dude, fucking Vita. Why can't Bandai just, like, go up to Game Freak and just say, hey, can you make us just a Digimon version of your game? <laughs> just like, come in with a, fr- like, with a welcoming, like, wicker basket of, like, treats going, look, let's just... Let's bury the hatchet here. Let's, let's sort this shit out. Maybe they could work out a like a Disney-Sony uh, deal where it's like, okay, you guys make the game because you're clearly better at that. We'll keep like the rights or whatever, but you basically have full creative control. We'll share the profits. It'll all be cool. God, it's sim- you just remind me of when Level 5, the creators of Professor Layton, made a Gundam series. Wait, really? Yeah, they were going to make a Gundam game, and then the president of Level 5 and like, the, the writers were, like, super into it, and the pitch was good enough that they went, let's make this into a show. 
was not good. <laughs> Interesting as hell premise. Interesting as hell premise of, hey, we're going to deal with three generations of Gundam pilots, and, like, each generation is going to, like, upgrade their Gundam at fighting this menace, and like, it's all going to be about, like, them growing up and stuff. It was terrible. So did it turn out I, that, like, everyone was a robot the whole time? Because no, it turned out that, like... plot twists No, it, it turned out that... Literally the craziest much thing ever. all the female characters were only good to be wives and mothers, and that all the main <laughs> descendants and main Gundam pilots were all guys. So... Wonderful. You had For the chance though, to actually have, like, a girl as a Gundam pilot. For good reason. Not they just went, fuck it. Yeah, there aren't many of those. No... Shit. Not as main Gundam pilots, no. <laughs> but someone finally translated that, uh, like, try three little synopsis that they had. Apparently, the whole story is that Izzy's like, oh god, no, the Digimon might get infected, and he just forces them to hide in his computer all the time because he's Izzy. <laughs> Great! <laughs> Thanks, Izzy. <laughs> Is, is he going to make fucking Digimon battery farms with his computer? Is he? I'm sorry. I already was on Totally Spies, and unfortunately, Totally is actually part of my regular Spice. vocabulary, and so I've just been getting spied, like, constantly for the past <laughs> two days. <laughs> yeah. Uh, for anyone who doesn't know, some friends of ours run a similar podcast about Totally Spies. It's called Totally Reprise. If you can believe um, it, it is even more off-topic and it involves more yeah. diver- <laughs> diversions and tangent conversations I'm not sure us. exactly how much they talk about Totally Spies in each episode. I can normally tell you. I get about halfway through an episode and I just have to stop because I they... normally listen to these at work. <laughs> and then and... it starts getting... Yeah, no, don't, don't listen, no, 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 yeah no. don't listen to that show at work. Yeah, especially the episode I'm going to be on next. Um, although I will say somehow they did squeeze 20 minutes of Toku talk out of me. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah, so you works. spend more time on that on that uh, episode of the podcast talking about Toku than you do about Totally Spies. I don't know, actually. We had a lot of shit to say about how bad that episode was. Much like I mean, probably this episode as well, because holy episode, fuck. Cause not a lot happens in this episode, and what does happen is shit. <laughs> oh, it's so... Just, okay. Tyler, what's the name of this episode? <laughs> <laughs> episode 12 is Digibaby Boom. Um, what the hell kind of title is that? I don't... And the Japanese title is Adventure, Padamon and I. Both... not great. Both those titles are bad for different reasons. Yeah, if what happens in this episode counts as an adventure, um, I could do without adventures, I think. Yeah, like... If this is an adventure, then 100 Deeds for Eddie McDowd is a fucking epic. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> I mean nothing actually happens in this episode it's just TK hanging out with his weird I mean friend. it's basically an episode where TK forces nothing to happen yeah, yeah like he actively stagnates anything that could happen it's a TK episode in case anyone didn't realize he is like the only character that appears He's the worst. Yeah, I mean, if you've been keeping track, if you've been keeping track, you'd know that was coming because every other character has gotten their spotlights mm-hmm. twice now, except TK, who this is his first episode. And boy, God. does it suck! God damn it. 
Pat. Yeah, maybe there's a reason. Maybe there's a reason he doesn't get the spotlight more. Yeah. Although Patamon, even though, like, he's the worst when he's with TK. What the hell is up with him this episode? He's like, I... there's so many shots just of his weird hands. I cannot get over how weird Patamon's <laughs> hands are. It's just like three little black ovals. Just, like, stuck on the end of this stubbly little arm. I just... What the hell, Patamon? It's like... <laughs> Oddly enough, it just reminds me of this weird anime I still have yet to see, but I'm curious about it, even though I've heard nothing much actually happens in the way of it. But essentially, the plot is, in that show, it's, of course, about high school girls, and one of them is just a Shiba Inu. <laughs> like, just G a dog? Yeah, like, a dog walking upright, and... Really talks about it, except like one character starts noticing weird stuff, and what, so is this like Dragon Ball style where there's just cats walking around? No, 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 no. She's no the only cares? one. She's the only one. Oh, so it's a chicken boo situation. Yeah, <laughs> it's like everyone is normal except for this one girl who's a Shiba Inu. That girl is a dog. A dog, I tell ya, a dog. <laughs> but like, there's moments like. Where she'll be showing how to use chopsticks, and she'll put the two chopsticks in her paw without clasping them, and the chopsticks just move. <laughs> uh, it's like, hi, like, psychic? Like, what? Yeah, that scene alone made me go, I need to get to this at some point, just to like... I want to see how weird this gets. Unfortunately, it doesn't sound like it. Yeah, how far do they take? Unfortunately, this? from what it sounds like, it doesn't. They doesn't sound like they take it that far. It seems to play it very safe, which is kind of fucked up because you don't play it safe when you have one character who's a well, dog acting like a human being and no one notices well, it. it. It begs the question: Why make her a dog if you're not going to <laughs> go somewhere with yeah. it? Yeah. Either never call attention to it at all and let it be a weird thing that everyone freaks out over. Or do something with it, but half-assing it just no. <laughs> so onto the episode. Do we have to? Well, unfortunately, <laughs> that's what the show is about. I wish we. we didn't I mean, we can spend a couple. We can spend maybe a minute talking about sort of the previous episode since we start with a recap. Yeah, recap tracker <laughs> is Sora this time, which. I mean, I would have expected Joe, considering it seemed to be a more Joe-centric episode. They, they let Joe try and take over last episode. We saw how that went. Yeah, it didn't go well. Well, the first, like, split-up episode was Gabumon, wasn't it? Yeah. Which... So, I don't know why they didn't just keep having the Digimon do it now. I mean, like, give I everyone their because... Give everyone their narration. I assume Gabumon got to do it because, like, they saw that shot of him taking his coat off and they were just like too scared to even go near him so he did it because <laughs> <laughs> what the hell it's man like, um my uh previous D, D campaigns we always would like rotate somebody would have to like summarize the previous session at the next session every time we'd always rotate who did it and most people chose to do it in character so it was basically exactly like these uh <laughs> these digimon intros awesome <laughs> but Another thing about why this episode is so terrible, there are so many animation errors. Yeah. Oh, it's... And they're not even minor. I mean, they're like, how does that even happen? 
from fucking... I mean, this is the penultimate episode of this arc. Yeah. So they were probably running out of money and realized, okay, if, we, if we're going to spend anything, it's got to be on the finale. Like, we've got a lot of we've got a lot of feathers to animate. Let's <laughs> and just let's save some of this budget. But from second, from second one. So yep. we open on TK and Patamon flying through the bed because, as we all know, the beds have been fucking sent flying everywhere by Devimon, and they're just kind of like hanging on to the bed head. Yeah, and it's like oh, and it, they come across like a waterfall, and they start the bed starts flying down next to the waterfall. Uh, right, because the, point, the bed is, like, inextricably tied to the wa- level above the yeah, water. But at this point, the uh, bed head sort of, like... Okay, so it turns into a frame, so there's nothing in the middle of the bed head. It's just, like, empty with a yellow outline, as opposed to the wooden bed head they were just hanging on to. And it's pink and as the, well. the feet of the bed turn bright purple. Now, the colors involved, and just the way it all of a sudden shifts like that, reminds me of when your video card is shitting itself. Yeah. And all of a sudden, like, your colors go all weirdly... Your textures are all fucked. Yeah. It's... How does that happen? This is the, like, the opening shot of the episode. Like... We already have problems. the, The only thing I can think of is, like, we've remarked before on how the, like, backgrounds on this show are so different from the foreground material like it's a completely different art style basically hmm. so part of me kind of wonders if they don't get the backgrounds pre like painted or whatever i mean they look like they're painted i don't know how they're actually designed but i wonder if they get the backgrounds first and then they add the models of whatever they're actually animating over the top i imagine that's the case. I mean, I so I'll, they do. Yeah. yeah so i'll bet like in the early stages of putting it together like they just have like outlines and then block coloring just to I don't We've know to know where everything's they've supposed messed to up be. with the fill option before. Like oh, <laughs> because I'll they say, have like, like colors go I don't, all over the place. I don't know well, how... the fact that the the fact that all four feet of the bed are the same color though makes me kind of wonder if maybe this isn't some like default placeholder thing that they forgot to Why color is in. Bedhead. No, because I'll say I'll Why say this, I'll, I'll say this much. Yellow. I'll say this much. Like I don't know if this was the case back then, but I know when I do like digital illustrations and such, uh, I try and make each layer a different color so I know which layer is which. So I know right. when to like color something. I go okay. I need to go to the pink layer or the yellow layer or the blue layer. Like characters will just like, yeah. That's a lot of like objects will just have really weird coloring at the start. And sometimes I'll even notice, like, when I think I'm finished, oh, whoops, I missed out a couple of bits in this layer that I didn't, that I re- to, uh, that I didn't re- I mean, you know, properly re- um, recolor. I just assumed the first thing they would do when they finished the episode would just be watch it to see any easily fixable errors. Like, oh, God, say, no. Things oh, no, that, that, would add, that would add a minimum of 20 minutes to their design cycle. They don't have that kind of time. Also, it's if they like... just put it on and they go, oh, look, it's the first three seconds of the episode. I mean, I don't know. If I was creating Digimon, like this part of Digimon, I don't think I'd want to rewatch my work. I suppose it's a good point. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think I want to subject myself to that. See, here's here's the problem with rewatching it. You might find an error, which means you have to go back and do more work. Yeah, ignorance is bliss. That's true. So 
the bed, which was flying down the waterfall for whatever reason, crashes into the water and just, like, explodes. Well, the bed the bed disappears into the distance, even though you can see the bottom of the waterfall where it's going to land. Yes. And then we cut then we cut to it splashing into the water. So, yeah, it, it hits the water and, like, explodes, and it's like, oh, no, Patamon and TK. But it turns out they're okay because Patamon, like, lifted TK by his underwear. Like, kind of, kind of like that, that deal you think of when, of the hypothetical of, like, for, in, uh, being inside an elevator when it's falling, you jump at the last second. Except, imagine you also <laughs> did that while a tiny Digimon was carrying you by your underwear that was flying and just hovering barely above the surface. Like, Palamon, surely he's not that strong. He's tiny. I mean, you can get momentary strength in moments of stress. Like... Yeah, but but look at those look at those ear look at those ear wings that he has. There's no way they generate enough lift to hold up TK. TK's also like a tiny child. Panamon's even tinier. True. (laughs) I'm not saying it makes sense. I'm just saying that's probably the like. Like, I assume Panamon weighs about as much as your average rabbit. Yeah, sounds about right. Uh, then we cut to a scene which I'm pretty sure is where the entire animation budget for this episode went, because this shot is yeah. actually really cool. Yeah, can we talk about the timeline of these episodes for a minute? Yeah. It's my understanding, because it's the only way it makes sense, that each one of these episodes takes place, or at least starts at the same time. Because mm-hmm. they're all like it all starts with them all flying off the, off the beds and then landing somewhere. After the last two, I want to say, we've had, as soon as they land or whatever, we cut to Devimon talking about stuff. Like, is he just doing these monologues one after another? Are they all happening simultaneously somehow? Well, I mean, no, because Ogamon and Leomon are there for all of them. <laughs> right, and he's like berating them for failing, but failing for what? Yeah. Nothing's happened so, yet in the timeline. The really cool shot is like Devimon standing on his like little mountaintop again, but like the moon is huge and you can only see his silhouette. Because it's anime. And then he opens his wings like perfectly in line with the giant moon and just yells, You have failed me! Yeah, like there should have been a lightning bolt and an organ playing. It just reminds me of, like, the Red Skull from Captain America, where he's like, (laughs) Stop failing! (laughs) But, yeah. um, I do kind of like, like, okay, Leomon got beat, like, fair and square, all things considered. Ogamon is like, he's saying, like, he tried his best. He fucking shipped himself off in a crate in the ocean, and then got stranded. in the middle of the ocean. He probably called up Devimon, it's like, hey, can you give me a lift home? (laughs) Dad, I need help. Oh, man, so Devimon Devimon flew him up to the top of the island. Oh, no, he probably flew him to the bottom and was like, all right, walk (laughs) up. While while Devimon flew up to pose at the top and wait. (laughs) Speaking of this shot, uh, the digital world has a moon? I mean, yeah. Why? <laughs> I mean, it doesn't have a sun, so that is kind of weird. Uh, I'm sure there's a shot of the sun somewhere. We just haven't noticed. Okay. Eventually, sure, but so far, yeah. it's just been like light in the I sky. Mean, we see the sun at the very end. Okay, I, I know how to. I know how to possibly reason, like, and rationalize this. Now you say that, but yeah, I say that, but okay. So 
I've got an app on my computer called Flux, which basically alters the backlighting of the screen and its intensity as time goes by. Yeah. So I imagine there's also some sort of internal clock that's digital for the DigiWorld. Would you that... say it's a digital clock? Let's not go too far. Come on. Let's not... <laughs> we don't need to put Digi in front of everything, Tyler. <laughs> but yes. Um. So yeah, I don't. I can see there being a moon in that case. The same way, like, there's a moon on my weather app, and this lighting app I've got on my phone, and my computer. It's just... So it's not an actual moon, it's just part of the skybox. Yeah, pretty much. Oh, yeah, I thought... Yeah, we did establish that there's a skybox, there's no, like, space or anything. It's just no. a painting on the sky. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, we know we know that for a fact from later episodes where you see people in space, and they're able to breathe and move around, oh, and... <laughs> yeah, the heck past the invisible walls. Yeah. <laughs> so this show, it's like, Leomon's like, oh, I'm sorry, Master. And Ogamon's like, oh, no, please, I, I have an excuse. And Devimon is having none of his shit. <laughs> he shipped himself off in a crate in the ocean. I'm not getting over that still. Yeah, I mean, Devimon has an excuse. He literally just lifts him by the throat and just... Drops him. Ogamon's like, ah, put me down. <laughs> Devimon just drops him. And then we hear, like, a faint, thank you, master. <laughs> <laughs> God, Ogamon. Uh, and then Devimon does an evil laugh. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you've watched this with the subtitles on, the subtitle says, laughs evilly. <laughs> I mean, yeah. How else is there to laugh? <laughs> this is true. Um... So we go back to TK, who is... Yeah, so that so that all, like, the way this is framed, that happened the same night that all of the other Devimon monologues happened. Yeah, because so... it's morning now where TK is. Yep. And he's getting dressed. Apparently, uh, I guess he had, like, his clothes in his backpack, which he somehow had. I mean, he grabbed it probably just before the bed crashed into the waterfall. I guess. Except he wasn't, I don't think, was he holding it when Patamon was yeah, he was actually. flying him? Yeah, he was. Oh. Okay. Yeah, surprising amount it. of attention to, to detail I'm, I'm sure for things that don't matter. Was, when the bed was flying, we did see it, like, hooked onto the, the bedpost. Yeah, they were able Okay, to good, do... good, because I, I hold this show to a certain level of standard <laughs> here. But yeah, they were able to meet those standards, but couldn't meet the basic ones. So, TK's getting dressed. Um... And he puts his weird hat helmet thing on. I watched this shot about six times. That little bit of hair that is like sticking out of his helmet. How does that work? Oh yeah, no, that's not attached to anything. <laughs> yeah. It's like he puts the helmet on and the hair just like appears. Like he doesn't go through the helmet, it doesn't come <laughs> pop out. It's just there. <laughs> no, the helmet the helmet kinda like clips through it. Yeah. And then I still like that he's I like the line he says is so unwittingly painful when you the, think about how fits. that works because he just says it fits. No, it doesn't. <laughs> it, it really doesn't. That hat it is doesn't. entirely too big for you, TK. Oh god! Not only well, not only doesn't it fit, but the idea that it getting wet was going to make it not fit <laughs> is 
absurd. It's like, okay, I get it. Almost as absurd as Patamon thinking his wings shrunk because they got wet. It's like, even in terms of a joke, it's a bad joke. Is he made of wool? Yeah, like the thing, this happens to clothes because of specific material they're made of and certain things that can be added to the water. This Water doesn't just make things, like, instantaneously shrink permanently. Well, and usually it's not them getting wet, it's them, like, being heated after being wet that causes the shrinking. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> so, TK's, like, looking at the waterfall, and he's like, oh no, how are we ever going to find the others? <coughs> well, no, and, not uh, only that's that... a legitimate question. They're both, like, five years old. What are they going to do? <laughs> yeah. But also... There's no mall they can go up to and wait at the service desk. <laughs> yeah, there's no announcement. <coughs> Could Matt please pick up his little brother TK? Matt, do the information yeah. desk? Matt? <laughs> but... Another animation fucking error, like, number God knows how many at this point, because there must be some I've missed already within the past two <laughs> minutes, knowing the quality of the episode. So, like TK, are you talking about Patamon appearing yeah, and disappearing Patamon from existence? Yeah, fucking, like, yeah. prestiging into the fucking shot, where TK, it's like, flat shot, TK, is, <laughs> we're looking from behind TK, he's looking at the waterfall, wondering what's gonna happen, and Patamon's not there, and for a second I thought, oh, either Patamon's just out of frame, or something, like, he's gone off to find anything. Patamon just pops into the shot. Yeah, in motion. It's like, he just popped up as if there was- It's (laughs) popping. It is. The the textures weren't all loaded, and (laughs) all of a sudden he popped in. TK's very young, maybe his processing units are, like, slower than the other kids. It's like there was an invisible desk he was behind of, and then he pops up out (laughs) out from behind that. It's like, what? Rises up. What? (laughs) He just appears. Ah. What? From that second, I knew I was done with this episode. (laughs) It's so shit. It happens, like... Oh, it happens twice as well, because that's when they go to their ad break, and then they cut back to that same (laughs) shot. Yeah, they do that really annoying thing that some shows do, where they, after a commercial break, they cut back and replay the same, like... Five seconds of footage with different dialogue. Yeah, they got to squeeze as much drove out me of nuts. This. Drove me nuts when I was ten years old. Drives me nuts today. Yeah, I think I realized why the animation in this episode has so many problems. It's because there's no Digivolve sequences. They have no stock footage to pad out the time. So they actually <laughs> had to stretch the budget to fit the entire episode. God. Yeah. Speaking of, well, okay, we'll get to it in a moment. Yeah. Um, so TK's like starts crying because. He's a kid. He doesn't think he's going to be able to find the others, and also he is a kid, and that's yeah. This is actually this is like annoying as it is. It's believable. Yeah. Yeah. And Patamon's like, "Oh, poor TK. How can I help? What would Biomon do in this situation?" Apparently, Biomon is uh, Patamon's like mentor. Big. I mean, aside from Sistermon program, I don't. Tentamon. They're the only two that can fly. I suppose. And who would want to be like friends with Tentamon? Dude's a weird. I would. I want to be friends with Tentamon. I'd rather be friends with Tentamon than Biomon. Biomon has weird attachment issues. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I'd rather be friends with Gomamon than anyone else because he's hilarious. (laughs) But yeah, uh, Tentamon. Tentamon's fun though because like he's got a lot of like dry complaints about Izzy, and complaining about Izzy is fun for everyone. Yeah, Tentamon is great for color commentary. Like, Gomon will make jokes, Tentamon will make observational humor. Tentamon and Gomamon need to, like, team up and form a comedy duo. 
I would watch that. <laughs> yeah, okay, I'm into that. Laurel and, so, Laurel and Hardy style. <laughs> yeah, so, um, Panamon's like, oh, what would Beomon do? And he has, like, a little daydream sequence of... It's just Beomon's Digivolve sequence, which is like, Beomon Digivolve to Bergeron. So that Im- that implies that the, like, screen effects we see with the black background with the Digimon's names in both Japanese and English flying around, that implies that that's an actual thing that oh. actually happens, because Panamon's envisioning it right okay, now. Okay, so the second Adventure 2 movie, The Revenge of Diabaramon, uh... There is the scene, so it's after, so they fight the Armageddon or whatever his name is, and Omnimon gets beaten, and then Ken and Davis show up with Vimon and Wormmon, and they go all the way up to Imperial Dramon in one sequence. The way that happens is they show up, and it starts playing the sequence, then it zooms out to they're in Tokyo, and that sequence is playing on all of the ad TVs all over the buildings. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! I mean, yeah, similarly happened with... And um... people are watching it on their computers. That yeah. sequence is just playing on their computer screen. Yeah, the same happened in uh, our war game. When, uh, when they digivolve, it just happened on the computer screens around the world. Like, people can see that shit happening. Yeah, so that's actually happening. <laughs> Which raises a lot of questions. Like, you think Especially like, people because... bring up the idea of Power Rangers morphing and, like, not knowing where the fuck they go, and, like, why enemies aren't attacking them. Like, it's not as weird as this bullshit. Like... <laughs> it raises a lot of questions, especially when you think about, like, Imperial Dramon's Digivolve sequence, where he blows up a castle. It's like, does that castle, so castle actually sp- exist? Yeah, a castle springs into existence just for him to destroy it. Alright. Oh man, I bet it's the same castle every time, and the people who live inside it are really sick. It's like um, they're. I mean, it's basically hell, right? It's it's like the like uh, the, living the in village, a castle that only ex- the village from the start of um, Men in Tights. Where they're like, we're so sick of Mel Brooks <laughs> shooting flaming arrows in our fucking village. <laughs> yeah, exactly. These people live in a castle that only exists to get blown up by a Digimon whenever he digivolves. <laughs> oh god, that Sisyphean hell. Yeah. It's like they just pop into existence. They're like the, the bloody um Like the reboot style, like they just go, Oh, here we guide. go again. Like They pop into existence like, oh no, not again. Please, please don't send me back to the castle. It, please. It's the pot plant from Hitchhiker's Guide. <laughs> That's what they are. Oh god, or what if it's like um the in the most recent season of Doctor Who? Um, the episode where he's basically trapped in a castle and like time oh, keeps looping. Oh God, are you saying and it's it like takes him? Sent? Yes, and it's taken them however many digivolutions to even realize that this keeps happening. And at this point, it's just this existential dread of, <laughs> oh crap, we've started again. Um, how many? How many? How many digivolutions has it been now? Are you saying the people in that castle, once they break through the ice, will suddenly end up on File Island? <laughs> yes. <laughs> sure. Gen, they uh, they committed some sort of crime, and Jedi has trapped them there to <laughs> reflect on their sins. Is it no, it was, no, it's actually more like Mummy Mon, I guess, chasing them in the castle. It's like if oh, someone God, commits a crime, a really bad. It's like the Phantom Zone. You are banished to the Imperial Dramon <laughs> Castle. Do, do they always like, find no, an Agumon skull at the top of the that? tower and knock it off into the water where there's just a million Agumon skulls? <laughs> <laughs> I really like the idea Jesus. of Digicent. Like, 
Oh my god, that's that's horrifying. Yeah. <laughs> Good god. What so do you expect the, from us? The back to this Bergeron. So yeah, you make us. Yeah, sequence. we have to watch this episode of the show. Things are gonna get twisted. At, at least we get to make fun of like the ominous foreshadowing that they have like five times in this episode. Yeah, it's real. Uh, it's real bad. Uh, so there's the shot of Bergeron. So there's the Digivolve, and then it's just like a basic shot of the uh, the waterfall they're at. With Bergeron not even flying, she's just like straight up moving out of frame. Again, like they just clicked yeah. and dragged on the cell and just dragged it up as it like it's like it's like a three I mean, frame a... looped animation of her flapping her wings, just being moved out of the frame, just shrinking. Yeah, but she doesn't. She doesn't. Yeah, she doesn't really fly off screen so much as blasts off again. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, just it's. But what I like <laughs> is this implies that Padamon's imagination willed a. Biomon into existence, who immediately digivolved into Birdramon, and then just vanished. Yeah, just said, fuck you! <laughs> mm-hmm. And then we get really sad Patamon, like, lying on the ground with his wings all flopped down while TK's crying. He's, like, he's basically oh, doing the sad puppy dog look. Yeah, it like, is. We, we have on one side TK with abandonment issues, and on the other side Patamon with insecurity issues, and they're a team! Yeah. Yep. Perfect fit, eh? <laughs> so Padamon starts crying because he's like, I want to digivolve. I want to be able to fly. It's like, dude, you can fly. Like, right now. <laughs> you have, like, eel wings. You were flying about ten seconds ago. <laughs> yeah, you, he doesn't even really have to complain about not being able to lift TK because we've just seen he that he can did. do that. Well, I mean, we, he obviously was struggling a little bit. Yes, but that's a that's a big waterfall. I think he can do it. That's a big waterfall. <laughs> so Panamon's like, I want to digivolve, and TK just goes like, to what? What are you going to digivolve to? Um, and he says, Well, I won't know until I do. I'm not going to lie. Um... I, I in a vacuum outside of this episode, outside of this context, outside of this whole franchise. I actually kind of like this moment because it's a cute yeah, no, moment it's... of what it means to grow up. Hmm. Yeah, what are you going to be when you grow up? I don't know. Yeah, and not Which even like oh, like a job. It's a like what moment. are you? What are you as a? But like, I mean, in bee. terms of Digimon, it's like they instantly turn into something, and everyone knows absolutely everything about that Digimon. <laughs> well, I mean, like with the, well, the way Padamon explains it, saying like, "Oh, I won't know until I actually Digivolve." It's like they get a sudden firmware update. <laughs> see, well, see here's here's my read on it like we've seen that there's a bunch of other yokomon <clears throat> out there and we'll soon see that there's a bunch of other koromon out there and like we know there's other agumons and greymons out there so i wonder if it's just there's no other patamons around so like that's really agumon sad. knew who's gonna digivolve into greymon because there's other agumon out there and they eventually will digivolve on their own into greymon but there's never been another Patamon, so he yeah, doesn't I, know what he's going to become. Because there aren't a whole bunch of Anjumon flying around somewhere. Like, I'm pretty sure that the only one in his line that we actually ever see is in this episode when they hatch a new Poemon. And that's a well, baby. Yeah, but those, babies but there's... can turn in. There's like six of them. They can turn into fucking everything. Right. So is he the last Patamon? <clears throat> oh, God. 
I think he's just the only one. I don't think there's just ever been any others. Well, that's really sad. Um, <laughs> yeah. And there's another thing that's a... Uh, it doesn't come through in the dub, but in the Japanese version, the different Digivolve forms, they have similar personalities, but they are literally growing up when they Digivolve. Which is why Garamon's such a sarcastic bitch, because she's grown up and she hangs out with all these kids. <laughs> <laughs> It's why she's always, like, got that look on her face. She's like, why do I deal with this shit? <laughs> because when they digivolve, they they mature. It's their adult form. Yeah. That's what it's called. Anyway, so Tika is like, what are you going to digivolve to? Uh, he says, maybe you'll digivolve into Pokemon with super strong oink attack and the power to uh, oink. And we get yeah, like, and it cuts and it cuts to a like sketched version of the Digimon analyzer background. Yeah, it's like yeah. a children's drawing version yeah. of the Digimon analyzer with like this, just a kid's drawing of a pig. It, it's yeah, it's one of those. It's one of those still cool. learning to draw drawings where it's completely head on, so you don't need to worry about perspective or anything. Yeah, yeah, it is. A and then. Tika's like, or maybe... And Patamon goes, oh, maybe it's going to be that. Tika goes, well, how about... Hogmon! <laughs> super strong, super hog smell and the power to snort up enemies. I and the animation of the hog, like, sucks in. And it sucks up the entire analyzer screen. Which, <laughs> which like, just pops out of existence in front of Patamon. Just... Yeah, it's it's actually I'll give him credit for this animation thing because it's basically a snake eating its own tail thing and that's hard to animate. And then Patamon gets like really upset and just yells out, I am not a pig, TK! <laughs> I feel really bad for Patamon! Like, <laughs> like I don't think TK was intentionally pig. trying to be no, mean. He's it, an idiot no, kid yeah. who can't think of that's anything thing, else. But... It's just like the way a kid actually would act. A kid is like, to, to him, to TK... That's a cool idea. To Panamon, though, like, Panamon's like, you're comparing me to a fucking pig. And even the way he says, like, you know, Tika says there's nothing wrong with being a pig. Well, it may be true for other pigs, but I'm not a pig. <laughs> Seriously. Oh, like, it's okay, okay to so be a pig. I, I typically ignore the um subtitles, but there's an error here that's fantastic. Um, oh, After Tika says, it's it's okay to be a pig, Pad um, Panamon in the subtitles says, I'm sure it is, especially for kids. <laughs> <laughs> so apparently whoever's subtitling this thinks kids are really into being pigs. I mean, pigs are kind of cool. I don't know, maybe the person subtitling this like, had just shown their kid a uh, babe. It's a pretty good movie. Yeah. <laughs> Same director as Mad Or Max. maybe they watched the, uh, the last uh, episode of um, Teenage with Attitude that I recorded, in which a uh, pig is turned into a monster who um, Already desperately existed. remembers being a pig and wants to go back to being a pig. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, it's it's, a, it's a, another existential hell, really. God damn. Jesus. So, Panamon and TK start walking along, apparently. Like, it just cuts straight from them at the waterfall to them in a field, and there's, like, a train crossing. And this uh, is and a lot of wind. And this which, is our yeah. like this is this week's moment of um weird bit of like actual earth life in the digital world that's kind of surreal but also doesn't really fulfill anything. <clears throat> yeah, cuz Yeah, this is this is the only part of this episode that I really remembered because it's the only part that's actually interesting. Yeah, like it's a train <laughs> crossing and 
it's blaring its horns and the, and like the lights are shining up and the you know guardrails are going down. And no and train passes by. No train goes past. Yep. Like, no, but it's winds. weirdly windy when it's yeah, like, when it's like <laughs> yeah. I I wasn't sure if it was just windy in the field because we do see like a couple flowers blowing in the wind, or if the implication no, is that it's an invisible train. Well, I don't know. If it's necessarily an invisible train, but the wind lets up as soon as the um, guardrails go up. So it's definitely associated with whatever's happening. It it's just another one of those like part of the real world, but it doesn't work the way it should. It's well, kind of cool. Correct me if I'm wrong, but isn't this the same... Isn't this track basically where they... how they get home in the end? Um, no, they take the uh, the tram car that they yeah. found. In right, but I thought it actually went on rails, because I could have sworn there was a shot of them, like, no, it shooting flies. across the... Ah, I could be wrong. I I just remember it was the tram assumed... cup. I don't necessarily think it was on a specific set of rails. See, I just assumed it started just like rolling across a field. Yeah, and it went like Back to the Future lightning style, and they just poofed into the real. We world. could all both be right and wrong at the same time. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's the most likely. Take a combination show. of what we said, and some part of it will make sense and actually be the case in the ending. Well, well, it'll. Be the case. I don't know if that makes sense is quite the right. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, makes sense within words. the context, and even then, that's a loose, loose interpretation of. <laughs> so then we go straight from them at the train crossing, talking about how this might be an invisible train, and they just keep walking. Well, and then they become <coughs> invisible. Yeah, they walk into the because <laughs> they do the they do the super lazy thing where they just animate their silhouettes like walking, but not actually changing in perspective at all, and then they and vanish. Then they just vanish, yeah, and then they're walking. In the middle of like, okay, imagine a children's playing block, except it's the size of a fucking building. That's yeah. what this place is made out of. But also, the playing There's blocks a... aren't made of wood, as we'll see. No, they're like it's like a bouncy. Ca- it's like a bouncy town instead well, of a bouncy it's... castle. But they're filled with feathers. Well, this still can be bouncy. <laughs> So the two of them are just walking along into the side of this place. And TK's like, oh, maybe they've got, like, cotton candy. Because he assumes it's an amusement park. <laughs> yeah, and Padawan's like, they make candy out of cotton? Wait, Which but would imply cotton TK's... exists in digital world? Well, yeah, I mean, that's they, they come off Woolmon, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, also, TK has been to an amusement park in the digital world already. Right, that's what I was about to say. Like, they already went to Digi yeah. Disneyland. They go to another one as well. Like, holy shit. Like, amusement parks are an interesting, like, <clears throat> visual metaphor for a lot of things, but when you just keep reusing that idea, it gets kind of stale and bullshitty. It's like they couldn't think, it's like, what would a six-year-old kid like TK enjoy? It is just like, on a whiteboard, they've just said... What do kids like? Kids. Like, amusement parks, food. Like, next dash is just question mark, question mark, question mark. Like. (laughs) So, they, like, race off, because there's this whole village made from children's toys and other stuff. And the two of them race off, and they start, like, bouncing on the ground. The ground is, like, made of a bouncing castle, basically. Yeah. And I really like this shot. 
of the two of them where they're like bouncing along the ground and then they both do like a tuck and roll and then like out of frame and then back into frame where they give each other like a thumbs up. <laughs> it's just Yeah, one of the few bits of like, oh okay, that that's pretty nice. Uh and another uh animation error. Um TK's like torso when they're bouncing is the same color as like the straps on his backpack. I just picked up on that. Someone missed their fill option. Again. <laughs> yeah, there's like one um, pixel like that wasn't like completely mm-hmm. separating it. Yep, done that before. <laughs> and yeah. That's what happens when you actually turn a whole character blue. <clears throat> oh nice. <laughs> and that'll 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 do you good. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think that's how Doctor Manhattan was created. <laughs> oh wow. So they look like they're having so much fun here. It's great. And then we get I this... mean, to be fair, bouncy castles are a lot of fun. <laughs> and then you extend it to like a bouncy town. I mean... That's fucking rad. <laughs> yeah. And then there's like the trees that are in the town. The two of them like lie down on the ground. They're like, oh, this is so much fun. We're having so much fun. And they look over at the trees, which have toys growing on them. I... Well, yeah. I mean, where where else would toys come from? I'm disturbed by the idea of, like, a toy growing. Because that implies some sort of life about it. I don't want to think about that. Would you prefer that you just, like, get given a box of Lego, and then, like, here you go, it's a dead toy Agumon? God. No. (laughs) (laughs) No. I mean, I mean, like, the most basic toys are made of wood, and that was once a living tree that was slain and mutilated for your enjoyment. Except apparently all toys in Digiworld are made out of just, like, soft, squishy stuff. Right, flesh. Oh, oh, no! Look, (laughs) the fridge laying eggs was bad enough for me. I don't need to go into, like, living toys. We've Isn't already gone into living anymore? toys. We had a whole episode about it. No, but, them. like, even worse. Like, the t- I don't want to talk about the texture of living toys. I don't need tactile sense added to that. So, so stuffing is basically guts, right? Oh, yeah. God damn it. <laughs> Move, get, moving on. <laughs> so Padamon's like, uh, ooh, I hear some strange sounds. And he just, like, flies off. And they find a field full of just, like, these weird wooden cradles. Not creepy at all. Yeah, and they just got baby Digimon in them. Yeah. Which, you know, whatever. Which but I, they I look t- at the, the Digimon, they see a Bottomon, and Digi just starts poking it. Yeah, like, this is why you don't... When you show, a, like, a, another kid a newborn baby, that's why you don't let them, like, actually hold them or, like, try and touch them. Because they're just going to poke. Yeah, because they'll immediately go to the soft spot and start poking yeah, at it. No, yeah, that's what like, he does. He starts poking the bottom one and he goes, ooh, it's so soft and squishy. Like, TK, you're a dick. Like, what the fuck is wrong with that, you? Like, it's that's like how, shaking that's... as well. It's like, it's so scared. Yeah, they're all quivering because they're babies and these weird strangers have just come into their cribs. <laughs> yeah, plus, plus now that Digimon's mother will abandon it in its nest. Exactly. Thanks, TK. <laughs> You got your scent all over it. <laughs> they find like a couple other babies. They find like a Punimon who is like a well, Bottomon is just like a black blob with eyes. 
It's it's literally what it is. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, it's, it's the like, it's the it's the holdover from Digimon being on a being just sixteen by sixteen pixel yeah. display things because it's super easy to animate. A Punimon who is a red blob with like three flesh horns is the only way I can describe no, it. No, you can describe it a better way than that, Tyler. We're not calling them flesh horns. It's terrifying. <laughs> they're like they're, they are. no, but it's like three little like soft like you know. As it, this thing is, looks like it's made out of jelly. It looks like if you it's made, protrusions. like... Yes. Like, jelly horns is better than horns. flesh horns. I'll put it that way. And apparently all the baby Digimon can only say their own name, like Pokemon. Yeah, that makes about as much sense as anything else. just says Bodder and Punimon just says Puny. Mm-hmm. Uh, they find a, um... What's the other one called? It's like this weird... It looks like it's just made of hair. It looks yeah, like Euromon. Yeah, yeah. It's just. A, I really, I really like Euromon. Like made of yeah. hair with eyes on the front. I like think it's cuter than all the rest. Ears. Yeah, I cool. agree. Although Poyamon is the cutest. <laughs> but they don't find a Poyamon just yet because they walk off. Oh yeah, by the way, Euromon like has a cold. It just sneezes forever. Which is cute, like any sort of baby thing well, that sneezes. Maybe, maybe that's just how it communicates. Yeah. So TK walks off, and he finds just a field with eggs, like not not like chicken eggs, like we're in the fridge, but like foot tall, like Easter. Yeah, eggs. they're they're like the size of Easter ostrich eggs. eggs, and they're colored for Easter. Yeah. Um. And TK's just like, oh, Panamon, what are these? And he's like, oh, that's Imme- Immediately egg. starts handling. Immediately starts handling them. Yep. Yeah, TK just a, picks one up. Because he's a child and he doesn't know any better and he's the worst about it. Yeah. Um, and... Oh, I wonder what's in here. Starts shaking yeah. it. Yeah, he, he basically does. Panamon's like, oh yeah, it's a digi-egg. Digimon hatch from eggs. And TK's like, wait, really? They, they hatch from eggs? He's like, yeah. Um... <laughs> Which, I mean, those are both understandable reactions, like, for TK, who clearly has some idea of how human beings are born. Like, now, like, yeah, now we get into the most inexplicable part of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> so TK's holding the egg, and Patamon's like, oh, what's this? And he finds a letter in an envelope lying on the ground. And he's like... Oh, it looks like it must be instructions. It's written in Digicode, Which, aka Japanese. Yeah. He lifts out this letter and it's just got Japanese hiragana on it. And he's like, oh, it's in Digicode. Very plainly Japanese. Um, first of all, why the fuck does an egg have instructions? Like, it just... Um, I'm gonna actually say, why the fuck don't more eggs come with instructions? <laughs> You'd think. And second of all, the instructions just say rub gently. Hmm. Do these well, eggs if just Digimon... not hatch on their own? Well, if Digimon hatch from eggs just by themselves, like they clearly don't have like parental care, like they're probably not gonna have the instincts to tell them how to raise. A baby, so whatever Digimon gets elected to babysit all these things is going to need instructions. But, so if every Digimon in the digital world died simultaneously for whatever reason, would the Digimon just be stuck as eggs forever? 
Probably. Yeah, until Jedi shows up to rub one. I, I, I don't need that in my head, that phrasing. <laughs> I uh, actually just stopped myself uh, where I did. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, Christ. You didn't keep going there. <laughs> um, so TK just like starts rubbing the egg. Well, first of all, the eggs. It shakes in his hand. And then all of the eggs in the foreground of the shot, none of the ones in the background, because they clearly can't move, because they're part of, like, the the pre-made background, they all just start shaking and making weird sounds. Again, totally not creepy. No, not weird at all. But TK's apparently okay with this. Um, I also do like that TK chose the egg. God damn it, Joel! (laughs) (laughs) I'm pressing B on that joke! No! Um, you can't cancel an egg hatching. <laughs> TK chose the egg with the same color scheme as Padamon. Because of course he did. Yep, of course. Um, so TK uh, rubs the egg and he's like, oh, maybe a, like a digi genie will come out. TK, you're the fucking worst. Okay, TK, we've literally just been over this. Digimon hatch from eggs. This is a Digimon egg. I'm pretty sure a Digimon's gonna come out of there. Yeah, and while he's rubbing this egg, we get another animation error. Yep. Um, the eggs in the background of the shot, you can see them through TK. It's like they're layered on top of TK, but they're in the background. <sighs> I hate this episode <sighs> so much. Keep going. <laughs> Keep going. Like, how does how does that happen? That really is, like, everything else, I can imagine there being some sort of, like, just slight mistake. Just one small error. This is like, what the fuck did you actually do in the process of like, production? Like, up until that, like, there is, to be fair, a cut away, and it, when it cuts back is when the error is there, but in all the previous scenes, he was the top layer. Yep. I don't, I don't understand it either. It's, it makes no sense. No sense at all. Um... So yeah, then a Poyamon just like bursts out of the egg. He makes a great face when he does. <laughs> and Poyamon, I mean, uh, at home, it's just like it's a little tiny white blob with black eyes and a mouth. It, it's a white jelly. Yeah, like, pretty much. It's it's basically the blob from Boy and His Blob, isn't it? Yeah, pretty yeah. much. Oh fuck, you got me thinking about that game. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> so Poyamon just, like, bursts out of the egg, and he's got, like, a big smile on his face. And DK's like, well, now we need to find him a cradle. Um, Padamon's like, I'll go see if there's an extra one. At which point, the, like, shell of the egg, in a puff of smoke, just turns into a cradle. Yep. Through fucking magic. Yep. I mean, the eggs appear out of nowhere and come with an envelope containing instructions. And then, but Padamon at that just point, like, all bets are off. Padamon just goes, "Oh, so that's how it works." Uh-huh. But but again, but then again, he raises a, a, a decent point when TK mentions that. How the hell do you not know about you know your own you know birth, Padamon? And Padamon goes, "Do you fucking remember anything when you were born?" Like, uh, think about this: is we know for a fact that this isn't how Padamon was born. He was not born in this village. No, but like. He still he still thinks that that's probably how it happened. Well, yeah, it seems. Especially because later on, we learn that um, basically every Digimon in existence was apparently born in this village. Yeah, at least the first time. 
Um, so yeah, TK asks him, so you're, do you not remember this? And Panamon says, no, I, can you remember when you were a baby? Uh, and TK has a flashback to his first memory that he has, which is, uh, apparently he was like playing with some toys back home and he fell over, like hurt himself. And then little Matt like picked him up and helped him. Yeah, this is, I like the detail here where, like, we can see more detail than TK can because, like, it's his first memory. He's like, <laughs> yeah. somebody somebody came over. I don't know who it was. Maybe it was Matt. I, I don't know. Also, Matt was it's, playing the harmonica in this flashback. Yeah, it's super obviously Matt. <laughs> um, so after this, TK's like, well, at least I didn't hatch from an egg. And then he runs off and he's like, I'm going to hatch more eggs. God, no, TK. <laughs> No, that's a that seems like a terrible idea. Do not, do not throw the digi ecosystem out of balance. Because <laughs> then we're gonna have to get digi cane toads over to kill the Digimon who are overpopulated, <laughs> and then we're gonna have a digi cane toad problem. Then we're gonna have to get in the digi the digi snakes, the, the digi cane toads. It's an endless cycle, TK. Yeah, it's, this is going to end up with some old lady swallowing a fly and then dying. Like, <laughs> <laughs> So, we cut to um, Elecmon, who is the caretaker of baby Digimon. He's like a... Okay, him? okay, imagine a red Bulbasaur, but instead of, like, a flower bud on his back, he's got, like, sort of, uh, in the same like color as his red fur, tail. like red peacock. He's he's more of a Nidoran than anything. Yeah, well, he's got like the Bulbasaur, like sort of lizard frog mouth. Yeah, he's like a giant red furry frog man with pointy. I don't want to say frog man because like he doesn't walk on two legs. That's kind of terrifying. He's not a frog man. Frog monster. Yeah, Frogmon. Thank you. Yeah, frog. (laughs) (laughs) And um, he shoots lightning out of his tail, like a not just like. You know, you stand a jagged lightning bolt, like a fucking... He shoots a fucking Pikachu huge, lightning. Like, like a beam of lightning. Yeah. It's insane. And he shoot. he's like fishing in the river. Um, well, fishing is maybe not quite the right word. And by fishing, I mean he shoots his giant fucking laser lightning beam into the river. And then spends like ten straight seconds just throwing dead fish. <laughs> Like there are a lot. Speaking of, of destroying, speaking of destroying the Digicoso. Yeah. <laughs> I hate you for making that pun. Like, I I, th- I think my own laughter me. like drowned it out. I'm kind of sad I didn't hear it. <laughs> he said Digicosystem. Okay, yeah, yeah, that's not bad. That's not bad. <laughs> so after like just painful enough for it to all sing, yeah, of the fish in existence. <laughs> Who, by the way, I might mention, none of those fish look like Gomamon's friends. Thank God. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, those just look like normal fish, which is really weird because we've previously established there's only Digimon here. Even though, even though, like, Panamon knows what a pig is. And caught fish before. Yeah. Also, what the? Why the fuck does Panamon know what a pig is? Like, they just gave up. They just gave up trying to keep it consistent. Which, you know what? Fair enough. Because this shit's hard. (laughs) So we go back to TK and Patamon. Um and all the baby Digimon are like upset and crying. Which I mean they're the very clearly like hungry. They're all yeah, they're babies. 
Um, we get a poop reference because Patamon picks up one of the babies. No, and he's TK like, does. Oh, you had. Oh, yeah. Patamon picks up a Euromon. Like, I you oh, literally you just made the same mistake twice, Tyler. Did I? Yeah, you said Patamon both times. Oh, Jesus I corrected Christ, you. He said, Yeah, you're right, Patamon. No, no. It's because I was looking <laughs> at a scene with Patamon at the time. <laughs> Okay, so Patamon, no wait, no, yeah, yeah, Patamon. Patamon. So Joe digivolves <laughs> into Ikakumon. <laughs> I mean, we can make the uh, joke later in Tamers, but not now. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so TK picks up one Digimon. He's like, "Hey, Patamon, I could use some help here." Well, Patamon's doing like that. He's just teleporting between every single cradle in the background. Yeah, he's like, "I'm a little busy here, TK." <laughs> So Patamon's doing, like, all of the work here. Mm-hmm. Um, which... Well, know, to be fair, he just keeps bouncing here. between the same four cradles. Yeah. They didn't actually <laughs> animate him jumping to every cradle. They TK, just put like, a loop on. He, like, puts down the one he's holding. He's like, come on, I need some help. This is too much. And it just, like, starts walking off. <laughs> yeah, he turns his back and it immediately pieces the fuck Again, out. Again, like a baby. You put a baby down, it's gonna yeah. stop crawling and exploring. That's natural instinct. Yeah, this thing isn't exploring, though. This thing is booking. Yeah, it's <laughs> running. To be fair, like, if you just shat yourself and a giant picked you up and put you down, would you not kind of run away? <laughs> so A giant of another Elecmon, species, I might add. We go. We cut back to Elecmon, who has got the world's largest net full of fish. <laughs> like, this is the sort of thing a commercial fishing trawler would pick up. Yeah, like... Yeah, like, there aren't enough babies in Primary Village to feed that many fish to. It's insane. Well, there are now because like, yeah, because TK, TK fucked it all up. Them all. TK had his own personal baby boom. <laughs> um, and he hears the babies crying. He's like, "Someone's messing with my babies!" And he just abandons the fish mm-hmm. and runs off. Yep, get rid of your food source for your children. Yep, smart. Um, and then he walks in and he sees TK and Palamon, and he's like, "Intruders!" And he just shoots his lightning at them. Like, with how big that bolt of lightning is, it like like we see it bound to have hit some babies. Yeah, like it pans across. I mean, you've got to you got to throw a few babies out with your bathwater. That's just. (laughs) But like it pans across, and like the lightning bolt, like it does a thing where like you know from uh, profile view, uh, the bolt like hits the ground, and then like we pan across all of Primary Village as the bolt streams along the ground to try and hit. TK and Patamon. So yeah, like some babies are dead now. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And uh when they uh when they go rolling to avoid it, there is very clearly a uh nah, I don't remember which one's which, but the little black one. Bottom There's one. clearly one in their way. They just completely steamroll it as they're rolling out of the <laughs> yep. way. Yeah. Uh Elecmon really does not give a shit about support protecting these babies even though that's like his well no job. he's he's gonna protect these babies no matter what even if it kills <laughs> yeah, them <pretty> much. <laughs> yeah. um so they like dodge the the lightning and tk is like i do like when like they dodge the lightning patamon just like shoves tk yeah because tk's a kid he doesn't know any better and then in this shot where it's like patamon standing in front of tk he's straight up pikachu right now yeah. That that's it's Pikachu with wing ears. That's what he is. Yeah. Right now. 
I mean, this is two Pikachus fighting against each other this episode. <laughs> um, so yeah, Elekmon, TK's like, oh, you could have hurt someone with that. And Elekmon just says, uh, what the fuck do you think I was trying to do? Like I shot you with lightning. Of course, I'm trying to hurt you. Um, and Elekmon says, "You're in the primary village where all Digimon begin their lives, and I'm its guardian." Um, if this is the place where every single Digimon is born, wouldn't you want more than a fucking Elekmon guarding them? Like, surely you'd want something a little more capable. It, it wasn't in the Digi budget. Because Devimon had to build his fucking castle. <laughs> there was a mismanagement of funds. <laughs> well, you see, the, it's the it's the same problem as when a Walmart goes up somewhere. It just completely throws the rest of the econ- digi economy out just out the window. <laughs> <laughs> so, Elekmon's just like, seriously, guys, you gotta leave. This, y- you can't stay here. Um. And Patamon's like, oh, don't get all puffy. And Elekmon immediately just gets super mad and tackles him. Yeah, it like just goes straight to fight. Like, Well, yeah, puffy in the digital fight. world, puffy is an awful, awful slur. Like, I'm surprised <laughs> this got past the censors. <laughs> so they just start fighting. Uh, bit of an overreaction on Elekmon's part, I think. Well, he mentions that <laughs> later, but still, you're right. The majority of the fight is just like, the two of them rolling around. But I will they, like, say form a per- they form a perfect circle and they just roll. But they do like there are some actual decent moments of animation of like them using the surroundings to bounce off of to tackle each yeah. other. They like throw each other into the giant blocks, which are also soft like the ground. Yeah, like and I- they like bounce off it back into each other. I was or- thinking like, oh, that's kind of interesting. Ah, uh, no, <laughs> no, perfect We're circle, bad. and they're rolling around and. Yeah, TK starts, like, TK's worried that Patamon's going to digivolve as we see, like, his digivice fill up with bars. Like, he's yeah, worried like, his digivolve's gonna win. a shot entirely of, it's, the digivice just fills the whole screen, and the bar that, like, fills up when they digivolve starts just, like, slowly filling. It's kind of like- Yeah, they seem, they keep seeming to throw back to, like, I think, feel like they wanted to tie it into some of the, like, toys, because I'm pretty, I don't know if in the original, like- Digimon toys, but certainly in the ones that came out after the show, mm. um, there was a whole thing with an energy meter where you shook it to yeah. power it up in mm. battles. I remember, yeah. And this was the same thing. Like, it, the bars filled up as you went, and the harder you shook it, the and more when, bars you'd fill when up. When the Digivolve sequence happens, the bar fills up, and it, like, fills out of the Digivolve. Yeah, it shoots out. It yeah. starts. Like, it doesn't shoot out, as in towards you, it shoots up as in the bar just kept filling past the Digivice. Yes. <laughs> right. But, like, yeah, why is TK worried? Aside from just the idea of his Digimon fighting, like... He's, he does say later on that he doesn't want Patamon to Digivolve because he likes Patamon the way he is. It's kind of a shitty message. Well, I mean, it makes a little more sense in Pokemon, like, with Ash and his Pikachu just because permanent? that's a permanent change. Yeah. But... In this, like, it's it's a temporary power boost, dude. He'll turn back into Patamon eventually. And even, like, yeah. in the idea of, hey, like, yeah, oh, like, this is their stages of life and everything, and, yeah, as a kid, you don't want your friends to change around you. 
still kind of bad they don't present it as a thing like like as an attitude that changes as life goes on it's just like yeah kids you shouldn't want your friends to ever like go beyond their uh their current potential like yeah i mean it's it's the real it's the fucked up um parents who want their kids to stay kids forever thing like that's emotional abuse right there or even just mm-hmm. kids who want to stay kids forever and never grow up and it's like just ah uh, yeah peter pan syndrome yeah yeah but TK, like, yells at them to stop. Peter Patamon. Okay, now I'm mad. <laughs> so... Fuck, they were actually flying on a bit. God damn it. <laughs> Sorry. Mm. <laughs> to, to an island with no ground. Mm. <laughs> damn it. <laughs> Where time passes differently. Just keep going, Tyler. Just keep going. I'm going to have an aneurysm. <laughs> keep going. <laughs> Unfortunately, there's no like pirate dude that just chases yet. <laughs> yet, I don't know. Give Devi, give Devimon an eye patch and a hook hand. Yeah. Um. So yeah, TK Ogre Ogre Monus is Smee. <laughs> oh man, is, if, if this arc ended with Devimon getting eaten by a crocodilomon or something, yeah, that would have been the okay. best. <laughs> so um. Yeah, Padamon yells at them to stop fighting because all the babies are crying. And the shot where he, like, yells and it, like, zooms away from him, they very clearly just had a tiny version of his model on their background. Yep. And it just zoomed out because the background is blurry as fuck. Yep. Okay, uh, you called him Padamon again, just FYI. <laughs> Did I? <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with me? <laughs> To be to be fair, this episode would be a lot better if it was just two Padamans and no TKs. This is true. Um, TK says that you know fighting is no good for solving problems, and all you men should do is scare the babies. And Padamon just like picks up one of the babies, he's like, "Oh my god, I'm so sorry, little one. Please forgive me." Like this would have been a really good message for a kids show if it weren't for the fact that it's in a show where fighting is always the answer to every problem. (laughs) Especially when you're Patamon, because you turn into a fucking angel. It's like... God, you can write... In the next episode, Patamon fighting is literally what saves the day. And, like, you can write good characters who are pacifists, but it doesn't work when your whole deal is fighting. Yeah. And you can have episodes where fighting doesn't work, and this is trying to do that, but in the also it's just so bad about it. It's a muddled message that never really pays itself off. No, because then we see what no. like TK uses to resolve it, which is a tug of war out of nowhere. Yeah, so Padamon's like trying to comfort one of the babies, and Elekmon tries to fight him again because he's playing with the babies. Um. <laughs> I do like this scene because he calls Padamon a wing-headed two-toned pork chop. It's not, it's not a bad insult. It's pretty good. And TK's like, I have an idea. Solve this. Wait, He's wait. Like, pork chops are a food that comes from pigs. What is it with pigs? <laughs> well, I mean, like, I, <laughs> for some reason they think Padamon looks like a pig. a pig. Yeah. But he doesn't. I mean, He's got, like, the general shape of one, but still, like... I thought we established he was a long-eared corgi. Yes, he's a long-eared, smoothed-over corgi. <laughs> um, but yeah, TK says he has a solution. Mm-hmm. It cuts to 
I assume later in the day because now it's like sunset. Uh, and um, what the fuck? He's wearing like I don't know what you call it, but it's like the outfit that the um referees wear in sumo matches. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, that's what this what kind of called. is. It's a reference to that. It just yeah, yeah. It's obviously a sumo. I reference. actually, I actually expected it to be a sumo fight at first because yeah. of how they're how they're mm. dressed. Like the Sorry, you don't see like the Mon rope. You don't see the wearing... rope connected. You just see it around their waists. Yeah, Padamon and Elecmon are both wearing um, like the rope around their waist, like sumo wrestlers, with like the little um, flag thing that they wear dangling down the front. I have no idea what they're called. Yeah, I love I love the flags because Elecmon's is a light bulb because he's <laughs> electric type, and Padamon's is a fan because he's flying type, and also because of his attack. Right. Um, I have questions about this. Did TK just have this in his backpack? Because where the fuck did they get these clothes? <laughs> oh, I'm sure. I'm sure they found a like a mysterious like deep freeze sitting somewhere that was full of all this stuff. Like, where do you just get conveniently child and Digimon sized sumo outfits? What the hell? <laughs> so, we find out that it's tug of war, is TK's idea. It's not a sumo match, they just dress like sumo, and they have, like, a rope. And they have a big tug of war match. With their mouths. With their mouths. Like, it's, it's like it's like two dogs having a tug of war match, but, like, going in opposite directions from each other. Yeah, so instead of, like, doing the traditional thing in tug of war, where you each start on opposite sides and you pull away from the other person... They, like, run past each other and are, like, pushing. Yeah, well, like... I mean, this is... This isn't, like, traditional tug-of-war either, because usually there's, like, a rope in the middle and you've got to try and get it over to your side. And this is clearly more of a, like, defeat your opponent through tug-of-war. Yeah, because... Because Padamon wins. Spoilers. <laughs> um, and the way he does it is he just, like, pulls on the rope and Elecmon gets sent fucking flying through the air. <laughs> Like, he crashes into one of those blocks. And then, like, completely bursts yeah, it. actually busts into it. Yeah, so, yeah. like, all the feathers out of it fly out. And, it, yeah, it bursts open and feathers go flying everywhere. Which is like, yeah, mm, so, yeah, there's a bunch of white feathers floating all over the screen. Mm. What could it mean? I didn't pick up on that shit. Did you not? No, I'm a dummy. It happens, like, three times. Look, you had your, like, revelation last time. I'm, <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's the same. I'm pretty sure it's the same effect overlay that they'll use next episode. What a surprise, but yeah. So, Elecmon's like, yeah, you beat me. We can be friends now. Like, that was quick. <laughs> like, well, yeah, like, okay. he basically says, like, he was just taking He was taking so out... ready to beat the crap out he of him, He like, mentions he was basically, like, trying ago. to take out all this frustration and, like, anxiety he had about the island being split apart yeah. and him waiting himself to... After the island fight. broke up, I was expecting something bad to show up. Yeah. Because who wouldn't? Yeah. I mean, it's um, fair enough, but TK also... Says, like, yeah. TK has a line here where he goes, uh, at least you guys made up. My parents are still mad at me for the time I painted our kitty cat. Oh man, do you think TK, TK thinks that stuff. he's res well, do you think TK thinks that's why they split up? Oh. I mean, he probably is responsible because he is a monster child. <laughs> um, although I don't think that the writers of the dub were even like aware that their parents were split up because 
for fuck's sake, they said they were half-brothers. Right, but you'd think the flashback here where Matt was in the picture would kind of be a hint. Like, at one point, TK and Matt live together. They no longer do. Do the math. (laughs) We're we're asking a lot from Saban dub writers. Yeah. Uh, That's true. So, Lickmon and Pathamon are, like, buddies now. And Lickmon's like, oh, you're stronger than you look. Well, yeah, it follows video game rules. Like, you you encounter a new rival or a new, you know, enemy or whatever, and as soon as you beat him up, you're best friends. Yeah. Uh, and Palamon responds to that by saying, well, they say you can't tell the cover by the size of its book or something like that. For fuck's sake, Palamon. I've got such a headache. I hate you. And then suddenly Elecmon, like, puts his arm around his shoulders like, someday this village will be yours, my boy. And you'll raise <laughs> fine digi children like me. And Palamon's just like, dude, what the fuck? Yeah, what are I didn't you doing? come here to have kids. We're just lost. Yeah, <laughs> what like- the fuck? Elegmon completely misread the situation in hand. He turned into like a father telling his son about like he, he literally you'll says inherit the family farm. Yeah, he literally says just like your old man. Which how does how is that even a thing? <laughs> like this episode spent most of its runtime explaining how Digimon don't have parents and don't really have a concept of that. Apparently, they have siblings though. Because Frigimon had a sister. I mean, that could be... That could be, like, a social thing, though. Like, you know, I've got I've yeah. got friends who I consider close close enough to be siblings. Um, like one says, oh, yeah, you guys can stay in the primary village for a while and just rest. Uh, and then TK's like, so, how did we get up Infinity Mountain? Which I don't know why he assumes... Like, they would need to go there? He just did. Well, no, he doesn't assume, everyone... because he, he mentions just straight after, he's going to Infinity Mountain because he wants to ask Devimon where all the others oh, are. that's right. Everyone else was like, we need to get to Infinity Mountain because we need to stop Devimon, and we assume everyone else will have the same idea. TK wants to ask Devimon where everyone and went. And the problem is, like, that's this, right. in a better show, this is a nice moment of childhood naivete where maybe TK thinks there's something good underneath it all that he can talk into Devimon, that he can maybe squeeze out of just through, like, getting to know him and being his friend. But no, Devimon's well, I mean, yeah, devil. I mean, there is but, yeah, but little, little kid that... logic of, well, if I'm polite and ask nicely, he'll answer, because he's an adult. Yeah. I mean, they mention it in some other stuff, not in this show, but the whole implication with Devimon is that he was Angemon, and yeah. Angemon, and he, he got, like, he went to the dark area that Ken goes to later on. Oh, the deep web. Just... <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah. He saw some real shit there. So you would assume that TK would be like, there's gotta be some good in him, because, I mean, he used to be Angemon. Which, I mean, fair enough, but he is, like, literally the devil. Yeah. <laughs> he is Lucifer's st- morning star mon. Like... <laughs> Well, no, Lucimon is a different um, Oh, God fucking damn it! Oh. <laughs> He's the bad guy in Frontier. Uh, yeah, Starmon, Starmon is also a different Digimon. That's true, that's true. <laughs> Moving on. Um, and I wouldn't be surprised, I wouldn't be surprised there was some Digivolution called Morning Starmon. Yeah, or Morningmon. God damn it. <laughs> um, TK says, oh, I don't want to fight Devimon. 
Because like monsters, he's he seriously he's not going to tell you he will fight. Yeah, yeah he will try and kill you. Tika <laughs> <laughs> says, "I don't want to fight anyone ever because you know if people fight, then they don't get to laugh, which is the best part of friendship." Again, this could be a good moment and learning experience for everyone, um, but it's not. It's just a really I fucking love what happens after this. Elekmon's like, that gives me an idea. And he starts running off. And he's like, what if we use the power of friendship to restore the island? And he's like, I gotta head over to Gear Savannah where the Yokomon village is. Again, you know? there's a good message there, but it's badly is, told. Is that near Mihirashi Mountain? <laughs> God, God damn it. <laughs> He's like, I gotta tell everyone my great plan. I finally got that out of my head. But this is not a plan. He's just going to tell everyone to be friends. Like, this How isn't is the spirit bomb. The no okay, so here's, here's the result. thing. Here's the thing. Now that Alekmon has realized that TK and Patamon aren't, like, threats, he's realized he's got a couple of babysitters on his hands. And he can take his first night off in probably millennia. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, it's like, he's just straight up abandoning this village to go to the Yokomon. I, like, I assume TK was just going to head off to um, Infinity Mountain as soon as he could. Who the fuck's going to take care of the babies? <laughs> um, and TK's like, I have a feeling something's going to happen before we meet the rest of the group again and we get like a shot of them heading towards the mountain uh then we get a shot of devimon who is like looking through a giant gear magic mirror which i like it's a nice aesthetic choice especially considering the black gears and everything yeah um at the panamon and tk and he says oh the rest of the group is digivolved panamon hasn't i need to destroy them before it's too late you know, like that one time he had the chance to when they were all tired and hungry but he and trapped didn't. in the mansion of his creation. But he didn't. <sighs> uh, Devimon sends Leomon to take care of TK. And Ogremon's like, what can I do? Devimon says, nothing for now, yeah, yeah, but yeah. get ready. You chill, no more crates. He's like, this time I'm going to win. And then a white feather like floats across the screen. And that's the episode. One of the worst we've seen so far. No, it's not. There's what? more. Oh, right. Fuck. God damn it. <laughs> we get a shot of TK, who's holding um, one of the baby Digimon, and it starts, like, singing. Which... Uh? Um, yeah. And then just, in a puff of smoke, it just turns into a Coromon. <laughs> Normally, Digivolving, they, like, glow and then, like, morph. Not just in a... They didn't have the budget for this time. Uh, Either way, the village yells out, Congratulations, Coromon! Or as the subtitles say, Congratulations, Coravon! (laughs) I love shitty subtitles. It's so good. Uh, So Panamon has like a sad look on his face. While this is happening, and it's like, Oh, because I still can't digivolve. Uh, he also but, he also says, "Remember, I'm your Digimon, TK." Like he's jealous of this thing that just yeah. hatched. <laughs> um, and he's like, "I still can't Digivolve, but I don't really want to because I like things the way they are right now." And him and TK do like this awesome fist bump thing, 
where Tiki like raises his arm up and like hooks it around one of Patamon's wings. <laughs> it's like they invented a fucking secret handshake fist bump for themselves. Yeah. Um, you know they're gonna be bros for life. Yeah. Until like tomorrow, for life. When he turns into an angel for life, Tyler. <laughs> and then well, yeah, that's another... for life. It's just life doesn't last for very much longer. Oh god! Another fucking white feather falls in front of the screen. Because you think you think those shit, feathers might be important. This has happened. Uh, and then we get a shot of evil Leomon like standing over a cliff, watching them. <laughs> uh, that's the end of the episode. Finally, because we needed more foreshadowing for fucking Undermon. God damn it. This episode. God. You know, there's a lot of stuff that I remember happening that I thought happened in this episode that's actually the beginning of next episode. Like they cram more everything. into next episode than they have in the past, like, four. Yeah. Next episode's, like... I don't want to say it's amazing. <laughs> it has good moments. It's just but... the fact that they get shit done. Which Yeah, yeah. comparatively speaking. Like, stuff happens. It's like... And it's like stuff that's gets relevant. done in the last episode of this arc and then happens in the entire, like, team split up. Yeah, pretty much. Section. It's insane. Like, they, they, it feels like they made this episode just because they wanted a TK-only episode. No, yeah, that's a, totally it. They just wanted to keep reminding kids that these characters like, are separate. Frankly, they could have... They could have turned this episode, like, everything in this episode into, like, the first two acts of the episode, and then take in everything from the beginning of next episode and made that the end. Pretty much. Yeah. It's, this episode did not need to happen. It didn't. It's just not good. <sighs> At least we get Angemon next episode. Yeah, we're, like, we're getting to the point where it starts to get better. I mean, we still have to get through it all of We get Angemon. We get Angemon for a minute next episode, and then he's and gone for like for the like next twelve episodes. Yeah, it's insane. So Angemon does not show up again until they get back to the real world, which is after Edamon, and it's after the first half of the Myotis Monarch. Yep. Good God. God! I mean, I get that he's like stupid strong and everything, and you kind of had to just paint him out of the picture because yeah, they shit. basically had to wait until everyone else could go to Ultimate in order to bring Angemon back. <laughs> yeah, that's that's literally what happened. I think the only person who wasn't at Ultimate stage when Angemon came back was Lilymon hadn't turned up, and obviously Angelomon. <laughs> Well, it's funny because Angemon and Angelomon at that point basically keep getting shown together as like a pair, which means that you've got this champion level Digimon that's on par with the ultimate levels. Yeah, because he's just ridiculous. Yeah, pretty much. Like, he consistently takes on Digimon one level above him, just like forever. Because, like, he takes on um, Piedmon as. Magna Angemon as an ultimate beats Omega. He takes on War Black War Greymon as Magna Angemon and almost wins. Like He's kinda OP. He consistently fights things one stage above him yeah. and generally comes out on top. Yep. <laughs> He's kind of bullshit. <laughs> yeah. Please nerf. 
<laughs> fucking owes. Yeah, can we get some? Can we get some patch uh, patch release for Anjuman? <laughs> He's kind of like a shaman in vanilla WoW. Yeah, just one hits everything. That's not going to make any sense to anyone who never played vanilla WoW. <laughs> <laughs> um, we actually do have some questions this week, which amazes me that people actually send these in. Woohoo! <laughs> Like, Content. Wow, I just have to find where I put them. <laughs> we didn't get any um, Jules asking for questions and then us getting crazy things. So I think you still have some. I got a couple. I still got a couple that I'm week. gonna save because I, I will like I've got something. Uh, I've got something uh, like an errand to run soon in a bit. But like <laughs> th- the questions I still have are like will take us a long time to answer. We have a relevant one. Uh, is there ever an in-universe explanation for why Palamon doesn't digivolve very often? We kind of got I think this episode. Because TK doesn't like fighting. Yeah. Like, isn't that the reason? And Palamon well, himself, I'm, like... I, we've talked, well, we've talked about it a bit. Like, there were out, uh, times earlier where he probably could have, mm-hmm. but somebody yes. else always jumps in to save TK before he's actually in enough trouble to, like, proc the digivolution. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like they try to... um protect him because he's the child of the group but he also doesn't like fighting so yeah he, that's why he doesn't digital very often i also i also like like this isn't 100 percent like confirmed in universe but it makes sense that because of how op anjuman is like it takes so much energy like i mean he literally kills himself um next episode yeah like it takes so much energy just to be anjuman that at this stage in his life cycle or whatever he just can't afford to do it very often yeah fair enough that makes sense (laughs) it's kind of like it's kind of like goku um after he dies and then comes back where he's got a limited amount of energy he can use (laughs) so you're saying he can reach super saiyan 3 but it takes a lot of effort he's not as strong as he actually could be Exactly. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. I did have another one, but I can't find it. <laughs> so. <laughs> Fantastic. Or whoever asked that. We have questions oh, yeah, that we don't know where they are, that. and questions that would take, like, an hour to respond was, um, to. Solops. Solisp. Solisp. Solisp? I can't pronounce that. What's the question? That was the one that was asked. Oh, okay. The Palamon one. Okay. That's who asked it. Solopsis? No, it's... Solanthropus? Solisp. <laughs> huh. Moving on. Do you have any questions left over? I mean, Jules? I can't remember if I asked this one or not. Um, regarding, uh, from Tal, uh, previous guest and friend of the show, what are Digimon re- made out of in the real world? I think we tried to explain yeah. that. It, they don't really ever explain it. They, like, just, for some reason, suddenly have bodies. Yeah, because I'm wondering, like, we've seen it in Try to some extent, but mm. it's not really they a thing. really explain And it. it still bothers me to this day, actually, a little bit. I think that's why my brain just went, ask this question again. I mean, <laughs> if you can assume that they can, when the humans go to the digital world, that it translates their physical body into a, like, digital representation... Mm. And that that can go back. And surely Digimon just already 
are in that state and that they never really needed to be turned into physical. Okay, okay, I've, okay, I've got an answer for you guys. Does anyone remember folding at home? What? What? Okay, so there was this program, and I'm sure it's still around, but I don't know if it's as popular as it used to be. Um, for um, basically, it would use your idle CPU and probably GPU cycles to crunch calculations to help um, map genomes. So it's basically converting DNA into computer data. Huh. So it's kind of like that, only in the reverse. I would convert data into into DNA. Okay, <laughs> that's actually not bad of an answer. Because yeah, I mean, you can clearly convert people into data and back. So why can't you convert the data just into people into living sources? flesh and tissue? Yeah, which just kind of pops into existence. Yeah, we are. Yeah, I mean, that doesn't violate any like like physics laws that I'm aware of. <laughs> No, no, definitely not. I mean, I'm pretty sure at some point in one of these shows, we've seen Gomamon use his marching fishes in the real world, which makes even less sense than when he uses it in the digital world. Do you think it just summons, like, trout or something? <laughs> it's, flounder. it's still, like, his weird, colorful fish. There's some There's some really colorful fish out there. Yeah, some, some clownfish, <laughs> angelfish... I'm just going to name the cast of Finding Nemo. In the middle of, like, a bay in Tokyo? Yeah! Sure, why not? It makes as much sense as anything else. <laughs> he literally wields Miona later. Like, we can... Yeah, like, literally. Greyfish, Anjafish. <laughs> Birdrafish. Pipefish. I'm sure that exists. Piefish. It's just a... F- Wouldn't that just be a clownfish? That's what I'm saying. There's no cl- there's no clownmon as far as I can remember, so it's Piedmon fish. So it's Piedfish. <laughs> hey. <laughs> oh, Piedmon is creepy. We'll get into that. <laughs> All of them are kind of creepy in their own weird way. This is yeah, true. the dark... Uh, I would honestly say uh, Puppetmon's way creepier than Piedmon. Yeah. I don't know. I'd say Machine Drummon. He's just like he his Machine Dramon's Machine Dramon's menacing. I don't think he's I don't think Machine Dramon's creepy so much as he's just menacing. Yeah. Mm. He's General Grievous. Well, I mean <laughs> Honestly, I think he's written better than General Grievous. Well, well are, we, are we talking Clone Wars Grievous or are we talking like the movie Grievous? I'm gonna say the, the I'm gonna say Grievous. the episode three novelization Grievous. Okay. Who the fuck has read the episode three novelization? I would hope a lot of people, because it's fantastic. I've heard that, but, like, <laughs> why would you buy that? <laughs> because Matthew Stover is a really good author. I better read the book version of a fucking terrible movie. <laughs> no, no, it was, oh, hey, this really good author who's written a bunch of fantastic Star Wars books wrote the novelization of this? I'll check it out. <laughs> well, now I'm curious. <laughs> like, I've heard it's good, but I just... Why is it so good? Why? Like, that movie was terrible. How did anything good come out of it? I mean, the basic premise was fine. It's just the execution that was god-awful. That's true. So you give somebody who's good with the premise access to it. That's fair enough. <laughs> oh, God. See, I don't have any other questions, unless you count the joke question of how much poop is there. 
<laughs> I mean, again, I like the fact that was, I actually had a response that instantaneously, just one, you know, mention but not see on screen. It's a mention, but you don't see yeah. it. Yeah, it's not animated. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Like, we should probably we should probably finish up before we enter the dark portal of the wiki again. Yeah, you know there's two wikis? Yeah, okay, yeah, you mentioned that. We should mention that on the podcast. There are two Digimon wikis, apparently. So there's there's the Digimon Wikia, mm-hmm. and then there's Wikimon. See, we've been using Digimon Wikia, I believe, so far. Yeah, uh, I believe the difference between them is that Digimon Wikia is for the dub, and Wikimon is for the Japanese. Uh, Wikimon com- claims to be the number one Digimon wiki. Which is bullshit, because anytime you search anything related to Digimon, the Digimon Wikia comes up first. <laughs> that is true. That's just American imperialism. <laughs> wow, the header image on Wikimon is weird, because it's got Agumon oh, on wow. all fours, and Bergermon's like roosting like an actual bird. You were asking if there's like uh, passive-aggressive... Yeah, is there beef like, between these between two? The two of them? If you just Google Wikimon, it's got Wikimon, the Digimon Wiki, celebrating 10 years, where we actually reference our information instead of pulling it out of our Oh, houses. wow! Oh, my God. Wow! <laughs> wow, 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 wow. Even, even with, like, shitty smiley emote that's just colon dash it's the parentheses. Thing. Like, wow! They gave it, like, a smiley with a nose as well. Yeah, that's the most passive-aggressive one. That's... Hilarious. God damn! I'm it. into this. We need to we need to pull both <laughs> of the, the heads of both wikis onto the on us guests at some point. <laughs> Just make him duke it out across the podcast. They do have links to the um the other wiki on there. Should we get should we get like, <laughs> should we get like the head of Wikimon on our podcast and like the uh, digital podcast can, like Poddigis can also get like. Oh yeah, we each get one, and then like, because <laughs> we're still trying to start our own fake beef with them. Right. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Or do we want to start fake beef with the Moncast? Because they actually stole our name. Yeah, we we might actually have that's that's actual beef, which I am like no. <laughs> I love that. that I have we, I have so little in my life to cling to. You can't just take our podcast name. <laughs> It's so funny. Anyway, we should wrap up. We should wrap up because I've literally just gone to Wikimon and I'm hitting random. No, you gotta stop. You gotta stop. You gotta stop. I will actually. I'm pulling our collective eject lever. Like, no, Tyler. (laughs) No, (laughs) no, no. I think it's one butt that ejects all of us. Yes, because it has to be. (laughs) We all have mutually assured destruction, but none of like one of us has to push it. So, this has been the Digital Moncast. Uh, we'll be on next week, hopefully, again. Oh, crap, I just realized. Week. I'm not going to be on for next week, because I've got a wedding to go to. Oh, for fuck's sake. Oh, no, I'm going to miss the actual, like, p- the reason for... <laughs> it's okay, just record, like, a preset, like, opinion of a scene. I mean, I could no I could record my part from inside the church. Like that'd be thematically relevant. <laughs> <laughs> but the church was last episode. Oh, Father Von, thou art in Digi Heaven. 
Did hey, you... Digigold exists. I know. No, was it? Wouldn't it be Oryu? Oryu. Time to Rio. Uh, one minute thirty-eight seconds. Thirty-eight. What the fuck? <laughs> one hour thirty-eight minutes. Say, like... Time to time to Patamon. Yeah, let's let's. <laughs> time to end because I am going to go insane. <laughs> time frame of this episode of our recording oh my god yeah we recorded all of this within two minutes we're fucking like boss. hey we can do that express podcast yeah it's it's recorded it's recorded <laughs> at high speed and we slow it out digitally later yeah, pretty yeah much. We, we can talk really quick we're really good at it we talk really slow <laughs> <laughs> that would be the opposite I, who cares like Makes as much sense as anything in, t- in terms of anyway, time and Digimon. Look, Piedmon. Got, look, Piedmon went through the firewall, just completely destroyed the like link between our world and the rest of the world, and <laughs> like, time just doesn't mean the same thing here. Not anymore. We we are actually like trapped within a digital realm. That's why we have to make this podcast. It's it's like playing Jumanji. You have to finish way. the game to get out. Yeah, it's our only way to communicate with the outside world. Precisely. Is via podcast. (laughs) Eventually, eventually one of us will uh, blow up a Digimon and get sucked through a black hole and temporarily get to visit, you know, visit the real world again, but (laughs) it won't last. No. Uh, We don't have, like, a sign-off. We should get one. We still need to get one. We we really should, so we don't keep just meandering to an eventual quitting point. Tyler, this is, we're coming up to literally the end of the first arc. We need to get a sign-off. You're the host. I mean, I always said the sign-off was gonna start copying the, uh, narrator when he eventually, like, shows his fucking face. That's why there's a reason. What do you mean, show his face? He's the narrator! Shut up! (laughs) (laughs) Omniscient third party shows his face. <laughs> it could happen. <laughs> Actually, if if there was a show that was going to just like introduce an actual character for the for the narrator, this would be the one. Yeah, true. Yeah, true. <sighs> okay, let's sign off. Yes. So, Jules, you go first. <laughs> Right. <laughs> you can find me at Gatsby Low. Send me any more weird questions. Doesn't have to be Digimon related. We'll answer anything. I'm sure it's going to come back to kill us at some point. But you know, why? Why squander life? <laughs> now, Joel. All right. Uh, you can uh, you can also hear me on Teenagers with Attitude, a uh, Power Rangers podcast. Uh, it's found at Shout Engine or iTunes or. Um, you can link to it at www.istommyevil.com. I <laughs> love that that oh exists God. now. Yeah, it, it makes sense if you listen to the show, trust me. <laughs> and I'm Tyler, and this is our sign-off. <laughs> it's a sign-off here. Take a look around. Someday all this will be yours, Potamon, my boy. You'll raise up some fine young Digimon here, just like your old man. Oh, and... Elecmon, I am not here to raise babies. You're not? I mean, of course you're not. I was just... Oh, I guess I was just daydreaming.